Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Ocorjen here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. It's February, the um, weather's not very nice at the moment, so I'm glad here I am in my office chatting to a returning guest, Steve Bentley, who was um, talking to us in a few of our past podcasts and they've been very popular. Hi Steve. How are you this morning, Linda? I'm fighting um, a cold. I'm getting over it now, so I might sound a little bit um, husky, but I'm sure you can do most of the talking. (laughs) Not a problem. So, um, in our last podcast, I guess um, you did an awesome overview um, about core values, and I didn't know whether you wanted to kind of just remind us a little bit about that, and then we'll move into um, the the next topic we're going to talk about. Sure. You know, I think where we left off was uh, talking about um, when you're looking at branding, when you're looking at trying to create a, a message for an entity, one of the things you really have to look at is trying to establish really deep down what are, what are the core values that, that are part of the agency or the, the company that you're trying to create. And I think when we went back and did the reflection on that, um, the things that came to mind and what we had discussed in our last podcast were the four concepts of tolerance, trust, truthfulness, and transparency. Now, they all uh, have different meanings for us, and we went through the, you know, the actual them individually last time, but I think those are the things that we use as the core basis for a lot of the, the promotion, a lot of the networking, a lot of the marketing that we do. Okay, that makes sense. That, that really does make sense. And then is this where we get into uh, what you um, call the value communication? Yeah, I think what uh, the, the key piece there is, you know, when you're looking at trying to establish a brand for a foreign organization, uh, when we come back to the core values, it's really those are the underpinning values or the, the true meaning and reasoning behind what you do and how you do it. And I think when you're looking at, you know, the day-to-day, certainly we're running companies and, and you know, reflecting on those in, in, in our discussions and in and, and a lot of what we do. But I think when we look at the concept of promoting the brand and talking to people outside the organization about the company or the organization in general, that's what we lead to in terms of what we call our value communication. In other words, whenever we're out there, we're trying to focus on really what is a core piece of what we do. And I guess when we look at that, the first part of that is talking about our vision. You know, in terms of our vision at Northern River, it's our vision is inspired by our deep-rooted philosophy to enhance and enrich the lives today of our clients while preparing and planning for the future. Um, so th- those four key elements of, of tolerance, trust, truthfulness, and transparency are reflected in almost everything we say and everything we do. And in terms of our communication and how we put ourselves out there, a lot of what we write and a lot of what we promote, we want to go back and look at those values. And so that all all gets integrated into, again, what we call a value communication and how we communicate that to the public. Okay, I'm with you. I do uh, want to be um, devil's advocate a moment. Um, As you know, 
we both um, network and, and connect to many, many people in the same industries as ourselves. And I do meet an awful lot of people in the same work that you do. And one of the buzzwords, I don't know whether it's called a buzzword, one of the most popular words used now in your your particular line of work is um, you don't just say you're offering a particular service in... Yeah, you know, I think holistic is probably the word holistic. you're looking at. Thank um, you. And, you know, we, we try and shy away from using a lot of those those buzzwords because, uh, you know, a lot of them have empty value. And, and really, I think what people are trying to look at is trying to create a, a value. And if you're going to create a value, you got to make sure that those points that you put forward are underpinning that. So okay, so let me stop when you there. We look let, at, let me yeah. stop you there a moment, please. So... Are you actually saying no, you don't use the word holistic or organic, or are you saying you do? We We're do, working. but oh, we, do. we try and restrict the usage. I mean, okay, we so don't, because yeah, so, what we so, find is a lot of people are saying, uh, are, are using it a lot, and, and there's not a lot of value to it. So that's we, exactly we what I was going to say. So we can all use certain words in our business to try and convey our values, and we're now on communication, the, the value of communication. So the reason I brought it up, it must be very difficult today. It's difficult for me in my line of work to distinguish how I'm going to portray my values, you know, in communication. But it must be more difficult for you because you must come across the same thing as me. So, yes, you use those words, but it's not the words that distinguishes you and your business is it you could leave those words out so is that where we're coming into the um when you communicate how do you put the values forward without using those words so that the people know exactly where you are coming from because it's important that you are organic or holistic i understand that and here, you, after value communication, I remember we're talking about putting life into your financial plan, keeping life current, live now, live better tomorrow. Is that how you differentiate from, from your competitors? Is that how you explain it better? Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, I think uh, what, what, what those last few points that you raised are, are what we call tag phrases. In other words, we'll see that used through a lot of our communication because it really is just speaking to the message of financial life planning. I think the other part of what you were talking about in terms of people having terms they use, values they use, they should just be something that uh, should be something that people can see within what you're saying and not necessarily having to be told that. Okay. In other words, your values should be represented in the message that you're trying to put forward. You so, got it. You, but, you've explained yeah. it really, really well. So don't overuse the words that we feel. I feel they're buzzwords. I don't know what you, you want to call them. Don't overuse them, but it's a good idea to use them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess that goes back to what we, you know, when we talk about intrinsic values too. I mean, they they should be self-spoken. They shouldn't be something that we're continually repeating. Awesome, awesome. You've explained it well. Well, I think the the, the value communication, um, simply put, is is you know making sure we're communicating, but also implicitly relating to our, our our core values in that communication. So the other thing in terms of value communication is those terms that you brought up, like putting life into your financial life plan, keeping life current. Our main tagline is keeping life current, and so our value 
really come down to the fact that we really want clients not to forget about living today. They need to live a full life. They need to have, you know, a lot of things that they do and take time to do with their family, but also look at the future as well and look at planning for the future. So we try and reflect that in some of the taglines that we do use. Um, but I think the, the key thing about the value communication is it needs to be something when you're looking at your messaging and the focus of your messaging, it needs to reflect in that. And that, that's something that we want to, again, when we're looking at each piece of each communication or point of communication, that we're looking back and saying, are we reflecting on, on the values that we're trying to present? And so we want to make sure there's a, there's a correlation. In other words, there's a, there's, a, there's a stream of that value mm-hmm. being shown in a lot of what we're saying to people. See, that makes sense. That makes more sense. Now, I know um, I'm very particular who I will talk to or do business in, in this kind of environment, in this kind of, you know, your products and services. So basically, I think one of the reasons I really like you is because you do explain it properly. You don't mind us asking questions. You are ready to dive in and say, the bit that interests me is live now, live better tomorrow. So there are other people now, today, who are unable to live now, to live better tomorrow. I was one of those people many years ago, as you know, through no fault of my own, financial difficulties, divorce, lots of different things. How do you, how do you deal with a, a, a would-be client or a client whose circumstances have changed? If they, they can't live now to live better tomorrow, I mean, what advice can you give us? Well, I think you're just really delving into the whole concept of financial planning and proper financial planning. One of the first things we do in a financial plan is look at the current scenario. In other words, do some fact-finding and try and establish a baseline. So as much as you want to look at living today, you also got to look at what's the picture today. What are what are people dealing with? What are the challenges they're dealing with? And you can't really look at the future until you actually can try and create some balance to today. So you take an example of people who are carrying a lot of debt. Well, you know, for us, it could be just really trying to figure out how do we get them past that? How do we deal with that debt? How do we reduce that debt? How do we deal with the challenge that they have today? Because as much as you like to look at the future, again, it comes back to living today and living now and trying to find some ability to move forward progressively. And a lot of people, they just don't know where to turn. A lot of people don't know where to get that advice. A lot of people don't know, yeah, you know, how to, how to really start. And that's why people procrastinate. And that's why they never really get a true plan in place. You got it, Steve. And this is why you are so successful in this this line of work so let's move on to the message focus what does that exactly mean message focus yeah I think the, the coming back to the value communication, um, yeah, two of the things that I, I just uh, have wrote a couple of blog entries that we promoted for, um, you know, the last couple of weeks and really related around the whole concept of RFP season. Um, it's a much bantered term. It's really a commercial term. It's really something that's used to induce people purchasing funds, investing money in RSPs, but really it's driven by the financial institutions and it's really more of a sales motivation. So when those two blog postings. I call it the insanity of RSP season, and the last one was RSP season lessons learned. It's really talking more about thinking about more outside of just the 60 days and looking at what's really important in terms of, you know, you look at your RSP, the merits of saving. I mean, you talk about debt, for example. I mean, does it make sense to put a lot of money into RSP when you're paying a lot of interest on, on current debt? You know, does it make more sense to put down more money on the mortgage, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes Other sense. aspect is how you're investing, where you're investing. 
what we like to relate to is looking more of a you know a sales strategy that encompasses a whole year and not just trying to 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 listen to the market and listen to what's put out there publicly and thinking you can only do it in the two months. So I think there's some very core values that we're trying to say. You know, this is a whole bigger picture, and it's not just something that's driven by a commercial motivation for for uh, you know people trying to make money by by having people invest in RSPs. So basically, you're giving us time. I mean. You're giving us the information to realise that we do have time to plan, to look into the future. If it's not now, we can still make the plans. And then you're not really kind of saying, you know, it has to be now, it's all or nothing. You've explained very well that, you know, there are other options. That that makes a lot of sense to me, definitely. It's all about the planning in the early days, isn't it? Well, are we always planning from day one? We are, aren't we? You should. One thing I was going to mention based on what we just talked about was the concept that when we look at a financial plan or a financial life plan, we're trying to establish a baseline. So in other words, dealing with the scenario people are facing today. But as you're moving forward in terms of progressing and, and setting some plans, and those would be short and long term, then really you need to also reflect that it needs to be a fluid process. In other words, things change. People's positions change for the good, for the bad, and they need to reflect those in, in those those plans. And so I think people just need to find a way to start, and, and the sooner you start, the better it is, um, not only in terms of dealing with maybe challenges you're having currently, but also being able to potentially get to the point you want when you do decide to retire. So I think it really is important to look that you're establishing a baseline, number one, and number two, it's always going to be something that's going to change, and that's the whole concept of planning. Oh, this is exactly why I love you, Steve. You, you do explain it so well, and you take away the, the fear factor. Um, I love this word. Not sure what it means. <laughs> Intrinsic. What exactly? Yes. Yeah. Where we work? You know, yeah. I think the, the concept of intrinsic marketing is really something that is an intangible. In other words, it's not an ad. It's not a message. It's not uh, you know something that you're purposely putting out there and not really looking at the correlation between them. So for us, the intrinsic side of marketing is really more trying to create communication for people and create the ability for them to start to think about things and question things. And so a lot of the marketing is really soft marketing. It's really getting people to think for themselves. And in a way, that's getting them to think and reach out for Mm. people to assist them. And when they reach out, then those are the people that are going to be communicating with us because they're they're looking for assistance or they're looking for information. And they would not do well, would they, with somebody who was push, 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 you've got to do this now. No, and you know, you got to look at the motivation there too, right? I think everybody works at their own pace. They need, some people do need a little prodding, a little pushing, but I think the key piece is we have to determine what's the best fit for each individual individual client or, or business. Um, and I think the other part of it is intrinsic marketing is almost the opposite of direct marketing. You know, we, we are all bombarded on a daily basis with direct approach to marketing, and we get tired of it, right? And I just think there's a more conceptual way of doing it. So using that intrinsic marketing is really also looking at an integration and making sure that you're using a variety and, and progressive ways in, in key and targeted areas. Now, we all need to, you know, make sure we've got some money to pay our bills. It appears to me in your line of work that you do an awful lot of actual work and a lot of um, fact-finding. You you sit down with us, you make us feel comfortable, you find out all the information from us and then you may go away and find out, you know, something else for us, da-da-da-da-da. It would appear that 
at some point you need to get paid. But it doesn't seem to me that you guys in this line of work are saying, well, you know, it's a waste of time, all this legwork, we really should do this faster. That's because it pays off for you, doesn't it? Because you're building long-term loyalty. You're not just here today and gone tomorrow. Is that, is that the way it works? Absolutely. I think you're going to find there's a lot of people in our industry who are product-based, and that's not what we are. We're financial planning uh, professionals, and so we are looking at establishing the long-term relationship and building that level of, of trust and, and respect in that relationship. So, you know, when it comes to us making recommendations for people and giving them assistance, they're buying into it. They're believing in it because they're seeing it's genuine and it's not coming from, it's because I want to sell you an insurance policy. It's really looking at a need and trying to help them understand that need. Right. And then the decision of how to address that need is something that is, is quite easy for them to accept. You're very, very easy to work with, Steve, and um, you, you explain it so well, and you never show any impatience, and never too busy for questions. Now, I do believe you have some exciting things coming up, some new in- in- initiatives, so would you like to share some of those with us? Yeah, actually, a couple things. Um, one of the things we're doing to enhance our, our you know, our rebrand and, and the promotion of our, our messages, a couple things that we've taken on. We're now working on, on a, a new video that uh, is going to be used for a lot of frontline presentations so people can get a good idea of our message. The other part of that is uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be actually going on uh, Roger's Daytime here in Kitchener-Waterloo and doing an interview and, and just talking about financial life planning and really giving people an idea that there's a different way to look at mm-hmm. the concept as opposed to just what people feel it is and really talking about a lot of the value points that, that we just spoke to. Also, I've taken on an exciting role with, with our networking group. <laughs> is um, And I get this, and it really comes from uh, people reaching out and asking questions. And I get so many people are asking questions, I think mm-hmm. we just talked about it and decided that let's just formalize it a little bit. And so now I'm a community mentor with the Small Business Community Thank Network. And I don't mind. I've actually had people now just re, you know respond to the fact that, hey, this is another resource that, that we've got oh. available where we can sit down on one-on-one and just talk about well, the we really appre- We really appreciate your support because I know for the past however many years, um, I've been sending many of our members and non-members to you and saying, I think you should sit down and talk with Steve Bentley, not about what Steve Bentley does, not about your products and services, but about how Steve Bentley can help you if you're growing your business or, you know, all the different elements. And you've been very kind and you've taken the time to sit down with them. So thank you for formalizing it. We really appreciate it. Now, when you go on um, Roger's Daytime um, show, the TV show, that will mm. enable you to share your important message with um, a wider audience, won't it? So that's a really way to, to reach out to help more people. Absolutely. You know, I think we all have to look at the fact that there's there's a sales motivation in anything that we do because we obviously have a business and we have to, you know, mm-hmm. earn in it, uh, a revenue source for that business. Mm-hmm. But I think the bigger part of it is just people are so, particularly with the state of the economy and the markets, and people in a lot of cases just need to have an idea that there's a different way to look at things. And it's not all about trying to solve all your fires and put, you know, trying to deal with everything, you know, on their own. There's, there's again, another concept way where we can promote our organization and say, look, there's a way that we can approach that where we can help work through mm-hmm. that whole concept where we want to establish you in the best life that you can live now. 
as well as looking at your future and looking at planning for your future and those things that come along in your lifetime that you will have to deal with or you need to plan for. Well, you're, so planning, think, you're, planning, you're planning yourself. You've planned everything from A to B to C to D. You've, you've gone through an awesome rebranding, but you've been in business now, Steve, how many years? Um, well, in this business, 15 years, yes. You've got longevity behind you, but look at what you're doing, right? Um, you're taking on being our community mentor with the Small Business Grinch Network. I know how busy you are. So, you know, you're giving back to your community and even wider. Um, the corporate video, yes, it will help you from a promotional point of view, but also it will help other people who haven't got the time to come to you for questions, may not even come to you, may choose someone else, but you're giving them the facts. Nothing wrong with that. And the the the, um, the TV, Daytime Rogers, um, you'll help so many people again by giving you know the, the tips and, and the information they need to know. And I know you don't expect anything in return. It's not instant gratification. Um, when is the daytime show aired? I know not everybody can watch it who's listening, but if anybody lives in, is it the Waterloo region area? Yes. So yes. What, what date and time will it be on, Steve? Uh, it's going to be February 29th. We're going to shoot for the 11 o'clock, and it's going to be rebroadcast one three. Five and eleven, I believe, and it's on channel twenty on Rogers. That is absolutely perfect, and it gets um, repeated over time. You, you'll never know when you'll turn on the TV and you'll see yourself, Steve. So that's good for you. It's good for Rogers. It's good for the people who are listening. Um, when will we see the corporate video? Is that still in the making? I'm actually going to be working with my video production company, and we're shooting some final pieces on February 24th. Perfect. So um, if you don't mind reminding us how we can contact you, website, stuff like that, that's absolutely awesome. Absolutely. You know what? If you just Google Northern River Financial, you'll find everything about us. Our website, www.northernriverfinancial.ca, and it's all there. So what you're saying, Steve, you've jumped on my bank wagon. <laughs> you've got such a great Google presence now, which I love. I love, I love, I love. You've got such a great, great Google presence that you don't say, hey, you know, five-minute spiel. Google me. You'll find me. And that's what well, I love. You know, I think that's the aspect of social media that a lot of people miss. It's not so much to put content out there, but it's to create an established presence for you so mm-hmm. that the other part of it, if people want to learn about you, learn mm-hmm. about your message, learn about the, you know, the values that you're purporting, well, they can go on to okay. the internet, go into social media sites, and they can see that. And one of the great ones that we've been working with lately is our YouTube channel. We, we've got some uh, content out there and some mm-hmm. videos, and uh, there's a lot of uh, reflection on, on the whole concept of, of the brand that we've put into those, and we're, we're excited about them. You're a very wise person, a lovely person, successful businessman, and I'd love to, um, when you come back again, at any point, you know, when we're having our, video, uh, our podcast chat, I want to talk a little more about, about this, um, why you see the benefit of having um, an online presence and how you can say now, you know, why not Google me or find me? And you say that with confidence because you know we will find you, whereas, you know, some people say, well, I don't see the point of doing A, B, and C. I've already got a Google presence, so you're doing an awesome job. Very proud of you. We've we've done a little bit longer podcast today, Steve, because I wanted to cover such a lot with you because you've got such a lot of exciting things going on. So thank you for the extra time. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right, Linda. Take care. Have an awesome day. Bye. 